0: There's three ways that you can use the social media to your advantage. Educational, motivational, and your true self. And when I transformed my Instagram and my social media and everything that I put out in the world for my investors and for new investors to see was about me and about the struggle and my true colors, my tattoos, my accent. I saw a huge difference. For sure, I was more authentic and people could relate.
1: Welcome, ladies, to the Real Estate Investor Show providing inspiration,
2: strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. So in today's episode, we have Raquel Atkins. What we really zoomed in on was her quick path to raising close to $2 million without any experience. And we get into how she was able to do that and much more.
3: We also got a chance to do a live mastermind with Raquel, where we share a couple of possibilities for her to consider when thinking about the next steps in her journey. Before we get into Raquel's story, let's hear a word from our sponsors.
4: The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day, with Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation owning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com slash biggerpockets.
1: Top real estate investors love to talk about how they save so much on taxes, but how are they able to build rental property empires while skirting Uncle Sam? 1031 Exchanges
2: Welcome back, everyone. This is Liz. And this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Invest Her Show, where our mission is to empower women to live a financially free and balanced life. In order to scale and grow your portfolio, raising money becomes really important because that is one of the beautiful things about real estate is you don't have to use your own money. So excited about today's episode. Raquel Atkins, thank you so much for being on our show. We're excited to jump into your story of how you've been able to raise as much as you have in such a short time, and also scale a
0: multifamily portfolio. So
2: thank you for being on our show. Thank you for joining us and and uh, sharing your wisdom with our community.
0: yeah, I'm very excited to share all of my tips and tricks.
2: Awesome, awesome. So mm-hmm. so you've been I, I know personally that we've been able to raise millions, right? since since two thousand and ten, my husband and I, that's really how we were able to scale scale our portfolio. Something that I teach is that experience really matters, right? Mm -hmm. To raise money in order to really um, enroll investors, quite honestly. I'm curious because you share that you've been able to raise a couple million dollars with no experience. So, (laughs) so, 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 you know, we're, we're not calling you a liar, but we're, we know Mm -hmm. the experience is somewhere. So. The question is, who had that experience that you were able to lean on?
0: A couple of of ways that we can go about not having much experience. I think for my investors, the investors that I raised from, relationship matter more than experience. So having a pre-established relationship with them and my biggest investors that I found was actually through my social media. So they've been following my journey for flipping houses before. So when I transitioned to multifamily, it was just uneasy and I needed them more and they could participate more. It was easy for them to just say yes, because they they felt like they've been following me for so long. And I share a lot of my personal life and my experience and the work field and all. One of them said, actually, I follow you for so long that I feel like I know you already. So it was an easy, it was based on trust, I think, you know, more than my experience. And the other side of that is partnering with people that have more experience than you. That's the beauty about this industry. I think investments in general in, in real estate is that you can partner with people that have more experience because it's not a, a one single person's journey, is a is a group of people. So I rely on my partner's experience. But your experience,
2: I just want to put put a put a pin in this because I think a lot of women get hung up, I don't have the exact experience in this exact niche. So I have no experience. You do have experience, actually. And I yes, think not, flipping, you know, flipping is a transferable, completely transferable, it's not the same yeah. exact thing, but you're in essence flipping an apartment. That's what multifamily value add, uh, I, mean, I, I know personally. So it's interesting, right? How, how our experience can move us into a, a slightly different niche. So
0: It's true. Yeah. So I didn't have zero experience because I've been flipping houses for two years prior of investing in, in multifamily. And as I like to say, it's basically now, instead of flipping a single family house, I'm live in an apartment complex. So yeah, that's for sure that, because it teaches you a lot.
3: Mm-hmm. The the key here, and I, it's funny, right? I was listening to a podcast this, this morning and the guy was talking about you building a character and a reputation that will be a magnet and attract people. So mm-hmm. although you didn't have experience in larger apartments, you have building your credit your reputation, and how you show up, how you present yourself, Mm -hmm. how you are reliable and a high level of integrity. Otherwise, I don't know how they would vet you, right? Exactly. It's different than somebody saying, well, I have... I'm just starting out. I Mm. quit my job yesterday and I'm going to. Hey, I have a great opportunity for you guys to (laughs) start your 100 Uh grand (laughs) grand or whatever. Right. Then you're like, what's happening over here? So just, just want to get that clear. So, in terms of of building your team, right, for a niche that you're navigating from one niche to, to, to the other. And you were able to have to build and grow under 500 doors in six months. Am I, getting on the right, yeah. am I right yes. on the number? It,
0: we have a couple more <laughs> assets since, since we last then, spoke.
3: <laughs> you already increased, right? When you think about your, your team, how did you start that portion? Did you look for somebody that had already experienced that niche? You look where you're good at. Walk, walk a combination. Yeah. how You a were able to transition from one niche to the other.
0: For sure. A mastermind helped me, you know, that's why I, I spend a lot of money. And I remember when we were faced with the decision of signing up for a mastermind, I was like, do we really want to spend all this money on a mastermind on a, a different niche, you know, just to see if this would be something for us. And I'm, I'm glad that I did because, Otherwise, I would be alone trying to find within my former niche, you know, people that would want to transition with me. So it would be harder. So I think for sure paying and investing on education helped me put my team together. And actually, up to today, I still partner with people from the same community. My first deal, the 40 units in Macon, Georgia, was actually done with my direct mentor. So I always tell people if you have that money or even if you don't, just Try to get that money to invest in an in, in education and a mastermind, you know, so it will be a good investment for you to 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 be in a community that you can find partners and opportunities. I'm curious if, if we could talk about that first deal
2: and how you went and did it with your mentor. Let's let's. Mm-hmm. I, I'd like to dissect that a little bit. Help us understand what what was your role? Did you find the deal? Like what? Where, where did you?
0: Capital did you raiser. Play? Yeah,
2: and then yeah. I walk think, us through. And- the process would be great. And what your mentor yeah. did to uh, support you.
0: I was reading a book and it says like, sometimes you have to put yourself in a situation to be lucky. So I think that a lucky a luck has a, a factor in there as well. One of my investors that I bought a house from, actually my last investor that I, that I bought my a house that I flipped. He was so impressed by our courage because all of our, our contractors just fell through And uh, it was just my husband and I working day and night. And I remember it was Christmas, it was freezing here in in Texas. And we were there flipping the house because we we wouldn't, we weren't taking the chance of not making the project happen, right? He was so impressed by that, that he came across a 1031 exchange for $1 million that he needed. and, And it was a commercial building. So he knew from my social media that I was transitioning to be an apartment investor. It was like a month. I was a month in and I remember posting everywhere that this is what what I was doing and how amazing it was. And he saw that online and he called me and he's like, hey, Raquel, I came across this opportunity. I'm looking for commercial building investment to to 1031. So so he wouldn't pay taxes and uh, it's a million dollars. And I was like, oh my goodness. So I talked to my direct uh, mentor. I'm like, hey, I know I'm pretty early in this journey. I'm not even supposed to have any deals until the third month or something like this. Is that possible? What do you recommend me to do? You know, because I came to this opportunity of a million dollar that I don't want to pass, but I don't want to be on the field looking for my apartment complex because I don't know what to do. And he's like, Well, I have an apartment complex that I'm putting an offer and the raise is around two million and it would be a perfect opportunity. And then he got the approval from the community, you know, the, the mastermind, if it was okay for a mentee to work with a mentor, mm-hmm. and everything was fine, and then we invested and I It was a, a big boom, you know, like my big start with a big boom, and then it came with, a, with the pros and cons. But that was kind of how I started. And the opportunity was because I had that 1031 exchange for $1 million.
3: I just want to dissect that to all the women that are listening, right? Because that can be duplicated in so many different ways. So mm-hmm. it started by building who you are, your reputation. Mm-hmm. So things come to you. Yes, you're not hunting. You're not exactly. only hunting, but you're it, it's coming to you. But the other point is that you're also announced to your social mm-hmm. media what was happening and then you tap into the 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 experience of others. And I think that many people underestimate the power of masterminds and and for those of you that are listening that haven't been part of one Please do do some research. Find your local. We couldn't find one for ourselves, so we started ours seven years ago and it morphed. And now we offer that on our Strive mentorship program. But for all of you that are listening, it's basically you're getting together with folks who are playing the same level or a higher level that that yours, and their experience and their resources becomes yours. And exactly. you gain access to that. And that's exactly what you did.
0: Exactly. You
3: had the thought process. Okay, this is coming my way. And I I am aware. I'm not going to let my ego say, yeah, I can not handle it. And then screw up the, the deal because, right? But yep. you didn't want to pass the opportunity. So you brought to somebody. So how many times, and if you're listening right now, What it is that you have on your plate that you know that by yourself you're not able to handle it, but who can you tap into? I want you. If the answer is like nobody, well, great. That's a great starting point. Tapping to the Facebook group community, your local meetups, we are everywhere in Texas, right? And then it starts there. So. Big backing on that, what are the lessons that you learn from that type of partnership? What worked and what didn't work?
0: It depends on what route you wanna you wanna go. You know, that that's where the, the difficulties that I face at the moment is I build my career so far for the past year and my portfolio, just raising capital. You know, and now I feel like when I joined the mastermind, it taught me how to do the whole thing, you know, to be the main active active general partner in a multifamily syndication. So basically the main the main component, the main partner. But being a capital raiser, you were limited on the amount of, of participation that you have on deals. You know, you just a capital raiser. Yes, because of the regulations, you have to have an active role, but it's very small. So now I'm faced with do I want to continue just raising for other people's, other operators' deals? Or do I want to find something that I can operate and raise for my own deals? And the other the other side to that is my investors have has developed such a strong trust in me that now they want me to run it. Because, for example, they noticed that it's my lack of participation on a deal. For example, when I when they call me, like, hey, um, uh, where is the, the document? Or uh do you know if the, the renovations or oh, any kind of questions about the, the deal? And I say, I have to get back to you. They know that I'm not an active partner, you know, because I have to a- ask for the asset management or the main GPs for that information. So they're like, So, what participation do you have? I'm like, Well, I have a quarterly meetings with them because I'm just a capital raiser, you know. So I'm I'm I want and they are like. The next deal, I want you to be a little more active. I want you to be the the main GP, but then I'm faced with the decision: Do I want to be a GP, a main GP, asset manager assistant, or, or or some kind of more active, or am I comfortable just being in a a capital raiser? You know, so that's kind of like the the lessons that I've learned, and I'm. The struggle that I am in right now is that. And it's very comfortable to be a just a capital raiser, to be honest. So I have a few questions.
2: Um <laughs> so let's dissect that a little bit because clearly
3: you have a strength
2: in raising money. Yes. People trust you. Mm-hmm. Right.
3: So there's a lot of we're about to coach you. We're about to coach her. Is that what's gonna happen on her decision making process? <laughs> <No>? <laughs> You guys are experiencing this live, people. (laughs) Whatever comes out of our mouth. How can we not? We're going to do a mastermind with Raquel right now.
0: Nice, please.
3: On her decision-making process. That's where I was going, but you're just being...
2: You're just, you're, you're, you're just throwing it out there, but I was going to go there sneakily. But yeah, you just put, put, the I am like, of the bag. See,
3: I know what you were doing list. <laughs> you're going sneaky and <laughs> I'm just sneaky. like throwing the shit on the fan right now. Well, that works usually for both
2: of our styles, right? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: So the questions you you call me off guard there. Um, no, Raquel. So, so you clearly have a, a an enormous strength of, um, Raising money is not easy. For first and foremost, mm-hmm. but let's just exactly. be very clear here, right? It's not an easy like I ah, just raised a couple million dollars. Like, it, 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 there's so much more to that. Or I'm just a capital raiser. You're not just a capital it's raiser. <laughs> first off, right? It's a it's a yeah. very literally people are investing with you. That these are not these are not the Bill Gates of the world. These are people mm-hmm. who are the hardworking people who want to put their money an alternative to Wall Street, and they're doing exactly. it with you. That's a very big deal. You know yes. that, and I know that. Yes. Everyone knows that. So my question to you, or, or the 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 question and the where we want to go here is: let's put that aside because you clearly can do that well. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to be in five years? You know, where where do you want to be long term? Because then you're going to be able to say, okay, it's true. Is yeah. this going to get me? Th- which which is the path of least resistance? And I think that's the that
0: that's the rub for so many women right now.
2: What is the path of least resistance? It-
0: yeah there desires? is a bigger reason than just raising capital you know and getting to claim the doors and the experience my biggest reason and and I'm always talking about this why in all of my videos on YouTube and 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 Instagram is about helping people become financially free or have a bigger or an earlier retirement which is which are the pain points of my investors right and that was the motivation that I had throughout this whole year of presenting them opportunities so they can reach their financial goals with me, you know, and I I can be there with them. And my goal was to help a thousand people, especially women and minorities, to achieve that goal with me. So that was my biggest why, you know, but then now they are trusting me so much that they want me to run it. And they want me to or just do a small JV, a, a joint venture with me on a smaller deal, but just us and uh, operating my, my husband and I operating and then them with a the capital, you know, what so do you it, want? I think I want to have a combination of both. I want to I want to have some portfolio that I own as a main operator and some portfolio just bringing capital and representing my investors.
4: can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. This episode
2: is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell.
3: So when you think about the GP side, right, it's a business on its own. It's not one role. So when people ask you why you're not operating, because operations is an arm on its own. If I am operating, I, am, I, I cannot, it's like football, right? We are both Brazilians. We understand. I cannot be scoring and defending at the same time. It's a team game. So setting up the expectations to all the folks that are working with you is very important, right? What they want, it's fair. Whatever they want, they can want anything that they wanna want to want. That's good, huh? How many ones did I use here? Yeah. But my question is, what do you want in the, in the sense of when we ask you about where, what do you want in five years is what Raquel wants. Independently of others, how do you see you in the business? Do you want to be an operator? Because that's a full-time job. Or do Uh, you want to take the raising private money to another level? What comes up for you?
0: I need to have the experience of operating in the front lines of a a deal to see which other, with which of the two will fit me the most? That's where I am at the moment. I don't know if I want to be an operator, meaning uh, the asset manager and one of the the main decision makers, because I I have I have not done a deal yet as playing that role. All I've but done is. But do you want to capitalize. do a deal
3: playing that role?
0: Or I, is want there other ways yeah, that I want you can to. Yeah, I want to. I want to do a smaller. You know, something smaller is easier for me to to grasp the idea of running it as a smaller as my first to see if that is too much work or if that's actually my passion because well, there's another I'll
3: challenge you
0: <laughs>
3: that you do have an opportunity right now with your current deals how how big are the properties that you guys acquired
0: the the one that we are sending offers at 120 units at no, the moment the one that's that the you one have in the pipeline that you own oh i have 4 at the moment it's all sorts of sizes. I have a 20, a 40, a 417 units and a 60 unit.
3: So let's use the 417 units, right? Who is the operator there?
0: Two main groups. So they exactly. are Exactly.
3: <laughs> Tapping to them. Tapping to them. You do not need to become an operator to for you to figure it out. That's true. You want to be an operator. That it's high high risk. Because i wouldn't I personally would not invest in an operator that is doing that first time. I so you get opportunity. You learn from them and see what mm. it what it takes from there. But you have such great success raising private, private money that we can't ignore your your strengths there, right? But mm. it's I'm not here. I, I don't have the pieces of the puzzle to tell you what to do or not to do. But I, I, I think that many of us, right, we we come from a similar background. We have heard that we need to do it in order to earn the right. Mm-hmm. Or we need to know every single piece of the puzzle. And I don't know if that's your, your, your perception or not. But throughout our lives, I have been okay not knowing it. Mm-hmm. But having somebody there that does, and I trust that person to do it. Does it make sense?
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, that's something that thank you for sharing the light and my doubt. <laughs> There's
2: another angle here, right? Because I, I know personally, because we, we thrive with raising money and the operation side of our business, if it was just me and my husband was always the harder part, to be honest. And, and, and if you are really good at building relationships, you're probably not as great at operating things. I mean, the two aren't, no, there might be people. I'm just going to be very, very, very general, right? There's relationships, there's creativity, there's management, and there's there's leadership, right? There's different angles. Operations is management, right? You're ultimately managing timeline, you're managing budget, you're managing people, and you need to do that like to the T. So I'm curious, like, there's a lot of models here. Sounds like just a thought, right? If we could give you some coaching or just some thoughts, you're part of a, you're, you're jumping into bigger entities, the 417 unit where you're the minority GP raising money, you know, your, your credibility and your ability to, to raise what you've raised in the time you've raised it is like not the easiest thing for people to do. And it's high value. Number one, yes. number two, your partner or, or, Quote unquote, being the main GP, you don't necessarily need to operate a, a, a 20 unit or a 40 unit to do that. You could find a partner who ac- actually has your skill set, but on the operational side, and you guys are peers where you can really create the business model that you need so that you on the oper- you're on the operator side, meaning you are, but you're necessarily not doing it every day. Does that make sense?
0: Yep. Yes, you're absolutely right. And that's what I've been doing for the past year. And I'm actually even considering funds, which is the next. Uh, thing for capital raising, you know, just creating your own fund and you can invest in. You become your own little bank, you know. So that's something that I've been tapping on, but it's always in the back of my mind that curiosity. Should I operate some of my deals? You know, should I operate some of the deals in the future? But yes, yeah, it's it's one of the things that I'm always telling my 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 investors too. Is like you have to find your superpower, and my one for sure is the the raising capital, investor relations. You know, I think. That's where I shine and I'm such a, a people's person you know and I like representing the investors and and establishing that relationship and growing their wealth. And I think Agessa has
2: taught me a lot over the years in a lot of different places. She always says, you know in order to be an effective leader, you don't need to have you don't need to know everything but you need to have your finger on the pulse right And so as an operator, you need to know do you need to go turn around an apartment? To know how to manage a timeline and a budget to turn around an apartment. I would say no. I don't think you need to actually physically be able to do it, but you need to know ahead of the time, right? What the what the challenges could be. And interest rates going up, insurance going up, all the all the operator challenges of today in large multi, you need to know, right? You need to know that. Even if you're just raising money, you need to know that. So you're putting your 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 money into the right deal. So a lot of ways to skin a cat, you know? It's not just doing it. It's like thinking like them. That's what Undressa's suggestion
3: was great on. Now it's like, I need to return the favor. I need to say what I learned from Liz. Oh, I don't, so, yeah. <laughs> so w- one thing that, that it, start, it started with you, Liz, because it didn't start with me. It was about the personality test, right? And I think throughout our career, we have done everything under the sun and the moon, whatever the, the, the say is, in terms of, Really understanding and testing who we are in terms of our cognitive, our ability to make decisions, our DNA, our personality, how we think, how we feel, and how we get like on our gut, right? So there are things that can I build relationships? Yeah. Is it natural to me build relationships? No, am I like oh I can't wait to have those five conversations? No, do I go to networking events and um, I'm super excited? No. Before my perception of that, I grew up in Brazil, and I think that you probably know this, but I was called the like I'm antisocial. I was antisocial, and then throughout the, my my growing up and doing different types of tests, I just understood that I don't need to do that. And it's okay for me to feel the way that I feel because it drains me. It sounds that for you, Raquel, you get a ton of energy by connecting with people because all what you say your goals is about the people, Finan- financially free, go- growing their wealth, caring for them, Representing them, what do they want? It's very; it comes so natural to you. So I will honor that. I encourage you to really honor that that part um of, of of yours. I came to do this a little quote unquote late in my life, and just like, okay, great, I'm good, at, but I'm real. I know what I'm really good at, and there are other areas that. I'm not. I'm really not. And, and it's okay for me to also tell people, yeah. I I understand that's what you want for me, but what I want for me based on my lifestyle uh, that I want for my family, for my son, for my friendships, from everything else, that's not aligned. Does it make sense? Yes.
0: What's coming up? What you know, you- your superpower, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what you're good at.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Raquel, I'm, I'm curious too, you know, you have been able to raise in a way where you're sharing what you're doing. You're sharing it authentically, you know, t- talk a little bit about that, wh- what you've done, how you've done it. I think so often women struggle with, if we're not experts in this, we cannot talk about it especially yeah. on social media where, where people are watching. You've had, you've had a different approach. And I'm curious, you know, what have you done regardless of you know, Instagram or what, what social media outlet? But more importantly, what was your way of being? What did you share? How did you share it? And how did you share it in a way that worked for you? Because clearly it resonated. Clearly it's working for you. So what, what about that did you learn or some pieces of that recipe that you can share with the women listening?
0: I've been in a journey of mindset change, you know, since I started this whole journey, I thought that this whole investment world, real estate world wasn't for people like myself, women or immigrants or moms, you know, I had so many barriers and self-limitations and and I've been on a very very quick journey. I start changing the way I saw myself and and I I saw my journey very early on and I and I really fought every single barrier that I put on my own journey in my own way, you know, and I remember going to conferences and looking around, I'm like, there's like three women and the rest is 500 men, you know, like this is Mm -hmm. must be a reason because people are not supposed to be here, you know, and, and and being a mom, I'm like, how am I going to do this being a mom? And I had so many doubts. And very early on I said, no, I have to change the way I see everything and the more I receive feedback from the existing investors and how they love when I am my true self and my true colors. And 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 I show the struggles and I show my kids and, and I show everything. And it comes together with my, I really like marketing. You know, that's something that I always use in my life. I have a degree in, in business and marketing was always my forte. And and there's three ways that you can use the social media to your advantage. Is always educational, uh, motivational, and your true self. Because people don't want to invest in your business. They don't want to invest in Atkins Estates. They want to invest with Raquel Atkins, you know? And when I transformed my Instagram and my social media and everything that I put out in the world for, for my investors and for new investors to see was about me and about the struggle and my true colors, my tattoos, my accent, I saw a huge difference, you know? I don't know if it was a mindset change that now I see the good side more than I used to say before. I don't know if there was a magical factor in there, but for sure, I was more authentic and people could relate, you know? A lot of my my, my investors are doctors and moms and they're like, because of you, now I I, I see that I can do that too, Mm. you know? And I remember having a panic attack just when I signed up for my mastermind and I was like, how am I gonna do this? You know, I have two kids with me at home, and in the middle of my mastermind, I got pregnant. I'm pregnant now. And I'm like, how am I? I'm building my career while I'm building my family. How am I going to do this? And my investors like to know that. My followers, my, the people that are around me, likes to see that struggle. And I think that is comes back to marketing and comes back to uh, associating yourself and relating and uh, feel like I am a true person and seeing my true values and, and seeing, like, for example, that investor that invested in my first deal. He saw how how hard we struggled to flip his house. You know, he he knew all the things that was wrong with that house because it was his house. He sold he sold it to us, so he saw how positive we were and how we were like, well, there's no plumber today, so I guess we're gonna be YouTubing how to fix this this pipe issue. So that inspired him so much that build trust. You know, and I think that has been the answer for my 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 doubts and how I develop trust for people and thousands of their hard money to me is because they know how I am and I show myself of my true self.
2: Yeah. And that's so important, right? In everything we do. Raquel, where can the ladies listening learn more about you and follow you along this on this journey that you're on?
0: My Instagram is where I'm most um, uh, active is rad, R-A-D underscore investors. And uh, I post almost every day there and you can see my whole entire journey professionally and my family and uh, opportunities that I have for investments. Everything is pretty much in there. But I'm on LinkedIn as well, Raquel Atkins, And my website is Atkins Estates LLC. And I love to connect, you know, and and help out any any way I can to grow your wealth. Awesome. All this information you guys can find on our show notes. Now
3: we're going to transition to our fabulous three questions. And the first one is,
0: what's the most transformational book you ever read? Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon something. I don't remember his last name. Oh my goodness. This book is blowing my mind because it's just teaching some of the things that are already new, you know, but it's the way you perceive And and affirmations and always be thinking about positive things and your future. You know, I I use that on a daily basis.
3: Second question is, what's the most powerful routine that you do to create a financially free and balanced life? Whatever balance means to (laughs) you.
0: Exactly. Balance. What is that? Uh, I think my affirmations, I printed I think, four or five different affirmations and I put it in a piece of paper and I put it on my mirror. So every time I'm brushing my teeth, I'm reading my affirmation. It says everything from I want to be healthy and wealthy, my future, I want to be financially stable, I want to be together with my husband and my family in harmony, all of these good things. I think that's... I don't know if that helped me or have some, again, magical factor to, to it. But that's like my morning affirmation. Actually, it's not just morning anymore. It's Anytime I see it, I make sure that I stop and I read all of the five affirmations.
3: Last question, which woman, famous or not, has inspired you the most?
0: I think uh, at the moment, I've been very obsessed with um, Elena Cardone because she talks a lot about her her play in her role in making Grant Cardone powerful and, and, and staying behind him. And, and she stands for women. So now she's taking the whole uh, learn, lessons that she learns and she's, she's applying to women and helping women as well. So been following and inspired with, with her a lot. This is my current one, I would say.
2: Raquel, thank you so much for being on our show and sharing, sharing your, energy and wisdom with our community. Thank
0: you guys for for having me. And it was such a pleasure.
3: If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There, you can subscribe to our show, become part of our Investor community and get updates on upcoming episodes.
2: If you like our show, please share with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.